Welcome to another edition of the 49er Goldcast. Before we begin, I just want to uh, apologize in the beginning for a little bit of the sound interference. Louis Bartone, he was driving on the way home, our Los Angeles co-host, and so you're going to hear a little bit of his car in the background. Either way, this is overreactions, underreactions to Thursday night's game, 49ers versus Cardinals. Here we go. Welcome. To another edition of the 49er Goldcast. San Francisco, are you ready? Boom. Welcome to another edition of the 49er Goldcast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. And our Los Angeles co-host. Louis B. And our esteemed co-host. Old Man Davis. Boom. Boom. The family's together. Oh, my God. For the first time, the whole mafia is in the same at the same table with all the pasta and the pizzas. I have so many stains on my T-shirt. So many. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Those are good oil stains. Good oil stains. <laughs> 49ers fall again. They lose again. Again, it, self-inflicted it, wounds, lack of talent, etc., 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 etc. We have the San Francisco Giants excelling at a level that only only few teams ever do. And then on the other side of the city, we have our beloved San Francisco 49ers failing at a level that only few teams ever fail. <laughs> it's it's an, it is a it is a mixed bag of emotions to be a San Francisco sports fan. Uh, today on a Thursday. So before I get into my haters, let's go to Ray <laughs> first. Uh, Ray, here's what I saw. I saw an offensive line that decided they didn't want to protect Gabbert. I saw a lot of inconsistency from Gabbert. I saw the defense blow some crucial, crucial plays that ended up turning into uh, major points for the Arizona Cardinals. And here we are sitting at one and four. Mm-hmm. So, Raymond, I'm going to hand the ball off to you. Uh, the, the state of the Niners, it's, it's a complete mess, but what do you see? I see a lack of talent, and, you know, the injuries aren't doing us any favors. So think about this. So we lose Jimmy Ward. We lose Ray Ray Armstrong earlier in the year. We lost Jimmy Ward two weeks ago, and then we lost Navarro Bowman last week. So those are three starters, three very good starters, by the way. Uh, including a Pro Bowl on the inside, which is a crucial position on the defensive side next to probably free safety. So when you lose three players like that and your backups are rookies, you're going to see a drop in efficiency, discipline, and execution, which is exactly what we saw today. So we saw a lack of discipline. Rashard Robinson getting a running into the kicker, which turned a field goal into seven points when they were clearly in the game and the defense stepped up. And then we had, there was another one that was, uh, I think it was lined up in the neutral zone. Also a rookie mistake. I think uh, I forget which player it was that yeah. did that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I thought Nick, Nick Ballore played pretty good. Uh, his first time out there, he was second next to Eric Reed with uh, five tackles, four assists, a half a sack. That was great. Eric Reed had a forced fumble. He played good. Okay, so real quick, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Raymond. Uh, Louis is driving, uh, celebrating this victory in a car 
I'm I'm just I'm just pulling donuts in a in a Ralph's parking lot right now because I'm so excited to see the Niners do so bad. Yes, and he will exactly. continue to do that throughout the duration of this cast. That is that is how talented and excited Louis is. But I mean, what what we're seeing here. So Chip Kelly tonight said that he was not. He won't he won't rule out benching Blaine Gabbert for Colin Kaepernick. That's the paraphrase that I'm getting today. So he he didn't commit to Gabbert, but he didn't say that he was ready to to change quarterbacks. So he didn't commit to saying he said just we're not ready to change quarterbacks. You know, paraphrasing. That means that there's no definitive Blaine's our guy, Caps number two, but there was no definitive uh, Caps ready to come in yet. So he's right in between. So he's getting to that cuss. His patience is wearing thin. Fans' patience are wearing thin. My goddamn patience is wearing thin. And I'm sure I speak for a lot of faithful fans out there tonight who watched tonight's game where saw and saw the Niners kind of were in the game in the first couple quarters, the first half, and then watch it slip through their fingers in the second half. Okay, so hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you right there, um, only because I, I want to get our other host in where this is a pretty short one. Okay, so real quick, uh, old man Davis, I want to jump to you. Okay, first because let's go to let's go to this. How fickle are these fans? So this is the same fan base that last year was calling for Cap to be benched, and now they're calling for Gabbert to be benched. Let me ask you a question. After looking at tonight's game, is Cap the answer? And is is there hope? Like, if Cap goes in, does it really change that offense? Is there any hope at that level? What do you think? Because you're not a Cap fan. I'm probably more of a Cap fan than ever before. I would just say it's unfortunate <laughs> It's unfortunate what Chip Kelly is saying. Cap's not ready. And you know why he's not ready? You're busy eating vegan burgers. You don't got time to bulk up and play real man football. He's playing 21st century uh, social, social welfare, and he's not putting his head in the game. Okay? I'm just as pissed off as little Ray over there. I'm watching spending two-plus hours watching the red and gold stink it up because Cardinal Red is what stole the gold from the red and gold. Them ugly uniforms that they were wearing. Hell, the Cardinals couldn't even get their white jerseys dirty. Torrey Smith, where are you? You know what? Chip Kelly can't even find a place for you. $40 million down the drain. The only proudest pieces of the offense this year are the three Stooges, Hyde, Curley, and Staley. So yeah, Hyde, Hyde and Staley game, are the only bright spots. When you guys have a game that you can win, why don't you ask me back? Because you guys stink. And when you want to join a real cast, the silver cast, come meet me after this show. Oh, you son of a bitch. Welcome back, <laughs> old man Davis. <laughs> Dependability and accuracy are not his ability. The man's got the physical talent arm legs but just doesn't have it in the head when you need him to count to be counted on yeah scheme is not the problem here folks it is not jim it is not jim o'neill and it is not chip kelly it is a lack of talent it it is there's too much youth and unproven talent and there's also some some old guys there that balky picked years ago that just still haven't figured it out taron kerrigan's another one that's another bust one of one of balky's acl projects that didn't turn out into anything have any of balky's acl projects i don't think any of them have worked the only one that worked was frank gore who had two knee surgeries coming into the draft but that was scott McLuhan's pick are you okay i'm okay oh i'm fine that was I hit a big bump. 
Airplag deploy? <laughs> Airplag did not deploy. I'm totally cool, guys. Thank you. I, oh, you know if I got in an accident, I'd just be cursing so loudly. All right, you so know, I say this last thing. After Glenn, Trent, you're next. That's right. Mr. I think GM so, too. I agree. I I agree with that. I think we if all I, agree with that one. And, and if yeah. I can just, I'll throw, I'll throw my hat in the string. Uh, yeah, there's not much on. more so, to say. So, Louis, let's pass it off to you. Louis, your team, the the Los Angeles Rams, after getting decimated by the 49ers, is now sitting in first place as the most dominant team in the NFC West, arguably the toughest division in the NFL. How do you feel? I'm sure you're super happy. So, Oh, I mean, I... I couldn't be happier. Uh, you know, this is probably like the 18th consecutive donut I've pulled in this parking lot. They're really getting mad at me right now, but uh, but I'm pretty excited, man. I like. There's not many teams that I really enjoy watching lose than the Niners, um, and, and and it's fun to watch this. Uh, there's not much more to say, man. Do you guys harp on it all? You know, there's there's it is a lack of talent, and uh, you know, old man Davis's ability line. What I can't you the. Whatever line you said about not his ability, that was perfectly said. Um, I mean, dude, I only got to watch the first quarter, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I mean, that was he the most was competitive missing... quarter of the game. That was, <laughs> and, and and hearing and hearing that, hearing that was the most competitive quarter of the game. Blaine Gabbert was missing throws that Drew Stanton was missing, and Drew Stanton hasn't played since 2014. Blaine Gabbert's a starting quarterback. So when I saw that, I was like, like this was the kicker for me because I was a big Blaine Gabbert supporter in the offseason. You, were. Thought you, could, you, you yeah. thought this was going to be a Nick Foles year for Blaine Gabbert. I'm on the record for saying that, yeah, Chip, I was like, Chip Kelly's going to pull a Nick Foles season out of Blaine Gabbert. I just totally believe it. They have, they're very similar kind of sizes, and they kind of play a little bit the same way. And I was like, I think he can do it. And so I'm I'm the first one now to say that, yeah, no, it's it's uh, he's – Cap. I think Cap Kink should go in. Uh, it won't change much, which is the worst thing for a fan base. It's probably not going to change that much at all. I mean, you lose Navarro Bowman, not not much can save you at that point, uh, unfortunately. Okay, am I right in that? Hold on. So uh, I'm right in that because I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. This is the same fan base that was begging for Cap to be benched and Gabbert to start. And now they're begging for Gabbert to be benched and, and then Cap to go back in. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? Wait. <laughs> Wait, excuse me like this is the yeah. same fan base and i love i love our faithful i have so much i have so much love and devotion for the gold cast nation and i love the faithful but seriously guys you literally i'm hearing in the stands they want cap to go and play the game this is the same dude you wanted benched at this time last they were year. chanting it they were chanting it chanting it last year chanting it this year the opposite it is October, so I guess the ch -ch 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 for the Niners is Christian Ponder. Yeah, man, I can't, I can't argue it, man. I think that, yeah, I, I think there's not much to do, but you know, they're gonna have to make a change just to keep the fans and. and yeah, Nick, Nick okay, Foles so. had a better supportive cast around him. Oh, and yes. Blaine, oh, Gabbert's, yes. Blaine Gabbert's case, he has a couple of good linemen and Carlos Hyde, and that's it. I mean, like like we said, Torrey, well, Torrey Smith is not a him. is not a versatile wide receiver, versatile in terms of route of uh, different routes. Um, Curley is turning out to be that type of player. He had twenty two. He had uh, or sorry, eight receptions, hundred two yards, a touchdown. He had a great game. He's he's emerging as the go-to target 
for Gabbert, and that's pretty. That's saying something about Curley, considering how late he came to this team and made that kind of an impact. Um, Quinton Patton, another bulky product, is doing absolutely nothing. Balky is great at picking tight ends who block. He just can't seem to find the tight end to hold on to the ball. And the one guy that's supposed to emerge this year also got injured a couple weeks ago, and he was ruled out. You know, this 10-day rest might give him a chance against Buffalo, but I don't think it's going to be enough. They'll be competitive for one or two quarters, and then it'll probably slip out of their hands because the offense can't sustain drives. Going forward, we've got the Bills, the Bucks, and the Saints before we see the Cardinals again. Do we win any of the next three games? Bills, Bucks, Saints. Well, I, mean, I pick them to win the games, Bills, and but then Bucks and Saints are home. I pick them to win those games, but it's hard to it's it's hard to just kind of pridefully stick to my picks when Vance McDonald is out, Jimmy Ward's day to day. We don't know if he'll play. Navarro Bowman's out for the year. Ray Ray Armstrong's out for the year. Those are both your starting inside mm. linebackers. Um, Jimmy Ward is your best cornerback. Uh, Chris Davis was carted off. We don't know what the injury status on him is. He's the next best corner. Tremaine Brock is kind of hitting hot and cold. Uh, Eric Reed is solid out there. Antoine Bethea is good at run, terrible in coverage because he doesn't have any speed anymore, so he's a liability. Aaron Lynch is back, which is great, but you know, until somebody else steps up as a pass rusher, it's just going to be a one-trick pony. Like when when the defense looks at the offense, they say, "Stop hide, force Gabbert to beat us because he can't beat us." It's the same thing on the defense. Stop Aaron Lynch, your quarterback will have all day to throw because nobody else okay, seems so, to. Okay, so hold on, hold on, but you still haven't answered the question. At Bills, Buccaneers, Saints at home. Do we win any of those three games? Which ones at home? Wait, let me, let me. I got the schedule. Bucks, Bucks and Saints. Bills. We go. We go to Buffalo. Bucks and Saints at home. Uh, we win. We win either Bucks or Saints, but I don't think we win against Buffalo. I thought if we were at full strength, we would have a totally total fighting chance. But without okay. without three of our starting defenders, who happen to coincidentally are our best defenders, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow in Buffalo. All right. So we win one of the three. Louis. At Bills and then Bucks and Saints in Santa Clara, do we win any of those three games? Uh, I agree with uh, with Ray. You're going to either be the Bucks or the Saints. Uh, the Bills are either going to lose this week to Los Angeles and they're going to be really angry the next week and take it on you guys, or they're going to win this week and continue their winning streak and beat you guys in Buffalo again uh, next week. So I think that yeah, you guys either I don't I can't I don't know who would be against Tampa Bay or New Orleans. New Orleans is just so bad on the road man they breeze is just not they they are although they did put up a good shootout against san diego that was totally game flow i think just because rivers rivers was able to make it a shootout that and both those defenses are pretty bad i mean i could see your guys' defense being a little around the same as as san diego's they're not but breeze only breeze tends to play to what is given to him in, in, in a game like that, I think I think game flow decides that. You guys are a running team. You guys will eat a lot of clock up. He'll, he'll make some decisions. He's just so bad on the road. But, again, it's either them or Tampa Bay. I, I wouldn't be able to pick between the two, though. So you're saying one out of three. Ray saying one out of three. Yeah, one and two, yep. Old Man Davis at, at Buffalo, Bucks and Saints at home. Do we win any of those three games? I think you win uh, week eight. <laughs> Is that our bye? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we are undefeated during the bye. That's a really huge. That's such so, a cool. So I mean, you know, I, I I said uh, I said in uh, the week of Seattle that was going to be a game. That was a shit show. Okay, I thought uh, 
in in my absence and silence, the Arizona game was going to be a, a real game. That was barf. Well, the first half was a game. Second half was Gabbert stinking up the place. Ten points. His turnovers resulted in ten points. If you take those ten Oof. points off the board, you have a 23-21 game. If you take the Chris Dave or the yes, the Chris Davis fumble off the board, that's another seven points. And then you drop to what, 17 or 16 points? Because this, there's a safety that was added in there too. So then you have a six, a 21-16 game. Here now, that's that's with all turnovers. If you correct, and if this team corrects itself, meaning it stops shooting itself in the foot, i.e., interceptions, fumbles, and also costly penalties, you have a different outcome. It's it, this. It's it's a matter of just making fewer mistakes, and in this case, three mistakes cost them the game. Three mistakes might not seem like a lot in the large scheme of things, but in the NFL, that will cost you a game. At the pro level. Absolutely. They won't, they won't stop. They won't stop making mistakes. I don't think so either. They're too young. <laughs> they're, too no, young. they're too young. Oh man, Davis. So do we win any of the next three games? I want to say uh, Buffalo is going to be your game, but I'm going to bet Buffalo. Are right, you going to no say Buffalo? No wins at all. Oh, no wins. Oh. I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks are hey, pretty Louis, vulnerable. Louis, so that's old man Davis. There you go. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Is that's the amazing. Cow- the Cowboys and the Cardinals both had compromises, meaning starting injuries on their offensive lines, and the Niners could not get penetration or ad- adequate pressure on either of those teams. So what happens when you face a good line? I mean, that's just that is a testament to the lack of skill on for the 49ers pass rush. I mean, yeah. here, here the difference is you have Aaron Lynch now, and he's it's going to take him a few games to get back into the rhythm of things. I mean, he, he had some shiny moments, but only two tackles. He's more of a pass rush specialist than like a run stopper, per se, or even a coverage guy. He's definitely not a coverage guy. He's pretty slow out there. He's kind of like Tank Carradine. The only thing is he's got talent. Tank Carradine does not. Yeah. All right, Raymond, uh, where can they find us? You can. Rudy, like, wait. What are your picks, Rudy? What do you think? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, oh, no, that's a good saying. call. Yeah. God. Um, <laughs> I know you don't honestly, want to say, but honestly, I think we lose to the Bills. I think we lose to the Bucks. I think we beat the Saints. Uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash49ersGoldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at 49ersGoldcast. You can also subscribe to us via YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. All under the same moniker, 49ers Goldcasts. And there, the latter three are the most ideal areas to subscribe to if you need to be selective, because that is where all the podcasts will be when you. When they become live to the public, you'll be first to get them, and that is the best place to get them from, either one or all three. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends. Tweet it. Retweet it. Share it. Boom. Raven, where can they find you? You can find I'm I'm on Twitter at Ray Solis. At Ray Solis. That's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> there it is. That's the only place. Uh, Louie, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at actually Louie B. L-E-W-I-E. And you can find me at Twitter and Instagram, Rudy Solis third, Rudy Solis three R D R E D Y S O L I S. That's right. Old man that- Davis. Old man Davis, where can they find you? You can find me trolling this week on Twitter, Rudy Solis. <laughs> That's 
R U V Y S O L I S. Third. You son of a bitch. And I predict Balky will get fired at the end of this year. Do we all unanimously agree? Balky's out. I agree. I think he's out. He's gotta be. He's gotta be, man. Gotta gotta be. be. No pull worries. out ten wins. Pull out ten wins this season. He s- keeps a job. We're coming up on that. We're coming up on that being an impossibility. <laughs> Raymond, Raymond, Raymond has him going on a five-game win streak. According they, to I, they well, they were supposed to win against Dallas. They blew that one. They were. I called them to lose against Cardinals. So that spot on. I've only missed one pick here. Hey, Raymond, Raymond. Okay, I, I agree. Like we we kind of scheduled all these losses again. We are called the 49er faithful for a reason, okay? I'm not saying I'm pretty, it's a justifiable. I'm pretty spot on, if I can say so myself. I'm pretty spot on. I think one and four was what I had you guys at, so I'm feeling stoked. <laughs> Louis, I don't care what you think at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so concludes another edition of the 49er Goldcast. We are the voice of the faithful. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. And our Los Angeles co-host. Louis B. And our esteemed co-host. Old Man Davis. Boom. We'll see you next time. Same Goldcast time, same Goldcast channel.